Hi, this is Prophet Terry. Come experience the new you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. We welcome the word of the Lord in the house. Speak to us, Lord. Speak to us, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. May the 13th is a very important day for some lo- someone. May the 13th is a very important day for someone. There's mm. an engagement on that day. May the 13th. May the 13th. Anybody got an engagement on that day? A very important day, May the 13th. Hallelujah. (laughs) Must be important for the Lord to speak it the first thing. Hallelujah. Nicole, hold on to that for me, please. Glory, hallelujah. Unlike the other high priest, he does not need to offer sacrifices day after day. Uh, This scripture is talking about Jesus being the perfect high priest. Unlike the other high priest, he meaning Jesus, does not need to offer sacrifice day after day. First, for his own sins, don't need to offer sacrifice day after day, and then for the sins of the people. 
He sacrificed for their sins, not his sin. He sacrificed for their sins once for all when he offered himself. The verse following this verse says that the law chose chose men who are weak to be priests. But Jesus is has been made the perfect priest. So the law chose men that are weak. Just like our law would choose ministers and prime ministers and governors and uh, people of authority who are weak. They're not perfect. But Jesus became the perfect high priest. And you know why he became the perfect high priest? Jesus had the perfect opportunities to be unfaithful to God. If anybody had a good reason to be unfaithful to God, it was Christ. First of all, the whole world was offered to him. The world offered to let him be king. So the whole world was offered to Christ. And he says, no. Perfect opportunity. Anything in the world that you want and all that you want is yours. The perfect opportunity to be unfaithful to God. It's amazing sometimes what we are unfaithful for. <laughs> and it was the perfect opportunity again in that God wanted him to die for unfaithful people. If anybody had an excuse not to be faithful to God, it was Christ. So that's what makes him the perfect high priest because He's been tempted in every way, and he's found without fault. Here's the thing that, that I realized about this scripture. Let's, let's, look at, let's look at the sacrifices day after day. So the priest that was by law, they had to offer sacrifices day after day and then offer sacrifices for the people. And let's, let's make this in simple form. Why do we make sacrifices? We say, well, it's because of sin. But here's the thing about sin. The root of all sin is unfaithfulness. The root of all sin is unfaithfulness. So actually what we're doing is we're breaking faith. That's the sin. That's why... Scripture would say that we are adulterous people because we're breaking faith. Now, what happens when you ha break faith? You have to make up for breaking faith. Right? So it's like love, whether it's friendship, marriage, family. You break faith. And breaking faith comes long before the sin comes, you know. See, before Adam and Eve, 
Adam and Eve sinned, they broke faith with God. And they broke faith with God by entertaining other thoughts. So we break faith with God. And see, we break faith with love. And because we break faith, then we offer a sacrifice to make up for the breaking of faith. It's not so much about, it's not so much about I could make an offering because I got drunk last night. Or I can make an offering because I watched porn. Or I can make a sacrifice because I did this. It's, it's all about, it's, it's not about nothing can make up for that. You did that. The problem is you've broken relationship. See, watching porn is cheating. Right? First thing, you, you're having sex with, even if it's in your mind, you're having sex with somebody that's your husband or wife. And then if you're married, it's double that. But the real thing is the unfaithfulness. Hmm? Yes? So if a man or a woman, uh, a husband or wife, uh, cheated on each other it, it's not the cheating it's the unfaithfulness it's not the cheating but it's it's this broken relationship and that's why you offer the sacrifice see unfaithfulness comes before the sin so it's the unfaithfulness that's the problem hmm? it's just like you might do something to make up for your broken relationship with a friend or a family or a husband and wife, you do something to make up for that, and that something is sacrifice, whether it's flowers or candy or, or mowing the grass or whatever it is, you're doing something to make up for that. That's the sacrifice for unfaithfulness. So when we break love, it's not about what we do. I mean, that's the shame and embarrassment. The reason the sacrifice is made is so you can get back right with God. See, that's the reason the sacrifice is there. So you can get back right with somebody. So what's imperfect is our love. And the thing we need to understand about unfaithfulness and adulteryness and all other sins, the root of it is the unfaithfulness. Sometimes the thing what we do is the consequence of it. But the real problem is the unfaithfulness that is there. And so we don't feel close anymore. God is not far away, but we don't feel close to him. So we want to make some sacrifice. Now, we say we don't live by Old Testament. But when we don't feel close to God, we either... Give a little bit more in the tithe box or the offering. We give a little bit more in the offering. Or maybe we just, maybe we just give the prophet or the pastor some, some money. And we're doing that to get back close with God. And we do it all the time. Or maybe we throw off Thanksgiving. We do something to get back close with God. But if we never broke relationship with God, we wouldn't have to feel all that guilt. First thing we know that even if we do break relationship with God, we don't need to offer anything except, except Christ because he sacrificed once. And he don't need to sacrifice again. Now watch this. This is one of the reasons why 
they had to keep offering sacrifices over and over again. And it's not what you think. Now watch this. It says, it says, unlike the other high priest, he does not need to offer sacrifice day after day for his own sin and then for the sins of other people. See, the reason the people could never get totally set free is because the priest themselves were sinning. The priests themselves were sinning. You know what the Bible says about marriage? The Bible says if you are married to an unsaved person and they want to remain with you, that you should not divorce them because, right? Because they want to remain with you. And they said, the Bible says that the faith of the one that believes consecrates the marriage, consecrates the children. That they are covered because the faithful one. That's what I said. It says, if the unbeliever wants to leave, let him leave. But it says, the faith of the one. In the Old Testament, the Lord says, if I could find just one, I would save this city. But see, we don't, we don't always have that kind of faith. We think, okay, if I'm in a car, right, and everybody else is wicked in the car, you know, we could all perish even though I'm a believer. Oh, no. If you are not in a broken place with God, God will save everybody in the car. Or if there is an accident, you're the only one that lives. But just because you are there. But see, in this case, the priests themselves were sinning. So they, what had to happen day after day, we're not talking about the atonement, but day after day, the priest had to offer sacrifices for themselves and then offer sacrifices for other people. But I want you to see the simplicity of it. And I want to see how much... I want you to see how much that you have a tendency to live by law when you break relationship with somebody. And that seems like such an easy thing for us to do, or friendship or something like that. You know, I haven't seen you in a long time, so you're feeling guilty because you ain't seen this person in a long time, so you want to do something for them. Hmm? See, that's sacrifice. In, in the Old Testament days, you know, we would have, slaughtered a lamb or a pigeon or something like that, right? But we still carry forth this law-mindedness that we want to do something to make up for. Because we have broken faith with love. It's not about what we have done. We have broken faith with love. Our love has been broken. And here's the thing, and this is the prophecy for the day. If love is unreal, you will have to offer sacrifices every day. But if love is real, 
You don't ever have to offer sacrifice but one time. One time. When you tell the people that you live with that you love them every morning and you keep that relationship, you don't have to be making sacrifices. But it's because we break faith with the people we love. See, we want to zoom in on sin. And we want to put so much focus on sin. It's, it's not the sin. That's why, that's why God can forgive you so easy. It's not the sin. It's the broken faith. It's what you'd, you're breaking faith. So the, 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 the sin, the actual sin, let's take Adam and Eve. They broke faith with God as soon as they began to entertain the devil. Before they ate. Now, the fact that they became, they only became naked after both of them ate is just a consequence of looking back and say, hmm, I sinned. But the real sin wasn't the eating. The real sin was breaking faith with God and not trusting God to start with. That's the real sin, not trusting God to start with. To further shed some light on this, on this thought, which may not be a light that some of us want to see, but nevertheless, it's a light. When a husband and wife, and one of them cheats on the other one, right? And we usually say the sin happened when they had sex with somebody else. So we say Adam and Eve sinned by eating the fruit. But what we fail to recognize is the sin when we broke faith with love. When you broke faith with love, that caused the eating of the forbidden fruit. So is the real problem the problem that you eight or you did something stupid or is the real problem you broke faith with love you broke faith with God whom you spoke to trust where is the real sorrow coming from because we overemphasize the thing with Adam and Eve and we're not understanding the, the full aspect of it because when they ate they saw each other's nakedness that means I saw your ugliness Yes, it's not the first time they saw each other's body. But they saw their own ugliness. I see the sin in you, and you see the sin in me, and that's what makes it look ugly. Because hmm? I could take anyone in here. I could take myself and look in the mirror. And when I feel connected with God, I look nicer than I do when I don't feel connected with God. So let, let's look at this light. So a lot of times, let's just say it's the man that cheats, right? You know, in most of society, a man cheats with a, another woman. So, uh, <laughs> 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 all right, let's just say that. So we say it's a sin 
when he sleeps with somebody else, right? But here's the thing. The sin happened before he slept with somebody else. Now, you can flip this any way you want, right? So the sin happened not with the sleeping. The sin happened before when you broke faith with the person you love. And here's another thing. He may not have been the first one to break faith. When you realize adulteriness, the root of adulteriness is not sex, it's not ice cream, it is, it's not a, a motel room. The root of adulteriness is when you pull away from the one you love. And that's why I say, even if, even if and this does not justify the whole sexual thing, but it helps you to understand what adultery is. Because sometimes what happens? The wife, we can flip this thing either way. Sometimes the wife pulls away from the husband, and he's sitting there by himself. So in some ways, you already divorced him. And so when he goes and finds somebody else, you say he's the dog. I felt like a... I felt like I was in the Catholic Church for a moment, you know. <laughs> it's quiet, you know. Now, I am not justifying the other part. But who really broke faith first? Now, ladies, I'm not picking on you. We can flip this thing. But since we generally like to think that the man is the only one that cheats. So... Flip this, you know, if that makes you feel good, if that makes you more right, feel more righteous, go ahead. Now, now, granted, the man could have just pulled away from you, and that was adulterous act. What he did afterwards is just the fruit of the adultery. Sex is just the fruit of the adulteriness. It is not the adulteriness. But let's look, at, let's look at it another way because I know this thing happens on both sides. That, like he said, I can flip it, but the wife pulls away from the husband because she don't like the way he's doing something. And she pulls away, which is adultery. And I'm not saying she just shuts the door of the bedroom. I'm saying pulls away. Usually the door, the bedroom door is affected by it, but you pull away. So worse, a worse feeling than being single is being in a marriage and you're not married. And only strong men can stay strong when the wife divorced him several years ago. Now, you can flip this, ladies. You can flip this thing, right? And I'm not saying sometimes it's not just the man he pulled away from you. But here's the thing. I don't care how much we want to speak gender equality and 50-50. That is not the way we are created. It don't matter what we want. Truth is how God made us. Now, in heaven, there's, there's not male nor female. We know that. 
But most of us not ready for heaven yet. And that means we're still in this nature thing. And I don't care if the man got a dress on. <laughs> there is something within the male nature that wants to provide for the female. And there's something in the female nature that wants to take care of the male. And when that is broken, it's broken. Hmm? Because if the woman keeps fussing at the man that he's not providing good, adultery. And y you start saying, no, I don't like what you're doing. I don't like the way you're doing this. I don't like the way you're doing that. So you pull away. And maybe the bedroom door shuts too. I don't know. Doesn't even matter. You pull away. So you just, oh boy, these words, ostracize. What is that word? Oh, hallelujah. Glory to God. We're in English class. <laughs> ostracize. How you pronounce it? Ostracize. That with an O or A? O, ox, as in ostrich. Ostracize. All right. Now, now what does that word mean? Uh-huh. Ostracized. See, some of y'all been ostracized and you didn't even know you was doing it. <laughs> you, you, see, you, you pulled away. You're like an ostrich. You stuck your head in the sand. You don't see nothing. You don't know nothing. <laughs> what am I saying? This is a deep subject this morning. Where's, where's my, what is it, May the 13th? Where's my May the 13th at? This would be a good way to get me distracted right now, you know. See, we don't want to hear that. We don't want to hear that, that sin started. The root of sin is not the fruit of sin. The root of sin is the root. Sex and these things are only the fruit of the root. Huh? It's the fruit of the root. And so if it's a friendship or a relationship or marriage, when you start when you start pulling away and ostracizing the other person, that's the root of the thing that you hire the private investigators for. <laughs> and here's the thing. When you get to the root, it might not be his root, it might be your root. It was in your root, but you didn't act on it because you was you was still trying to sanction Ukraine or do whatever. <laughs> and the next thing you know, you pulled away. You're the one that ostracized first. You're the one that pulled away from the person. You left the person there, and they and and they just there in that emptiness. And then someone else comes along and and. Uh, you know, they come along and they make the person feel as if though they, let's say if it's a man, they, the, the, another lady comes along. I don't know where she comes from, but she might come next door. I don't know where she comes from, but she comes along and she starts to make the man feel like he's important. Hello. You got to be Jesus sometimes, you know. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Oh, Lord. 
This message, this message, this message. Huh? Breathe. Breathe. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale. Exhale. Anybody need a paper bag? Anybody need a paper bag? They're on sale in the cafe. So the root is not the fruit. But what we judge is the fruit. We never deal with the roots. We never deal with the roots. You might say, that man is always cheating on me. Or that woman is always cheating on me. We can flip this, but it just, you know. We, we, we grown-ups, we can flip things, right? We don't have to. So, you know, we say they're always doing that. But let's trace it back down to the root. So we, we chase the man's adulteriness and we chase it back to the root. And we realize, okay, he pulled away from her. But then we see this connection broken here between this person and this person. And he's not the one that broke the relationship. She broke the relationship. But he gets all the blame. Because the fruit manifested in him. Now, there is a different fruit, but it, it seems like it seems like catching the man with his pants down is worse than the person that's ostracized somebody and has all this bitterness and hate inside for that person. So much bitter and hatefulness that when the man comes home, <sighs> but we catch him with the pants down. And we say, there's the sin. Heaven's got a different court than man has. Got a different court altogether. And here's the thing. Before you sin in this life, if you're a Christian, before you sin, you've got to do something before you produce that fruit. You have to break faith with God. Hmm? Before you do anything, before you curse, you have to break faith with God. Before you blaspheme, you have to break faith with God. Hmm? When you feel to go off in a rage and curse or, or curse somebody out for giving you a bad drive, you have to break faith with Christ first because you cannot do that in Christ. Because against all temptations, Jesus was faithful to God. See, he never had to offer a sacrifice. He never had to sacrifice himself again. Why? Because he was faithful to God from beginning to end. Hmm? And if you want to bear fruit, you've got to keep your roots clean. You got to keep your roots clean. <laughs> if we would understand that, uh, 
Listen, you, you can't ostracize somebody. You can't give them a bad drive, whether by word or vehicle. And not expect fruits to manifest out of that. And ladies, wives, if you're always criticizing your husband, no wonder he cheated on you. I am not justifying it. Yes? Two wrongs don't get you into heaven. It don't make it right. But I'm just saying this little game of cat and mouse might have started with, you know, Uh-huh. <laughs> Breathe. Inhale. <laughs> Exhale. <laughs> Inhale. <laughs> Exhale. <laughs> Inhale. <laughs> Exhale. Now and now likewise, let's let's say it's the man. Let's say he's always fussing at the woman, right? Always talking about she can't cook like his mama. Just by that alone, I know there's more females in the house than there are men because <laughs> we don't need the bag now, you know. And you're always criticizing the person that's trying to care for you. Uh, and then you want her to be faithful to you? Hmm? Hmm? You know, sometimes in life you need to lie. For the sake of holiness, you need to lie. For the sake of peace. Please don't take that statement out of contents. Yeah. Because sometimes, sometimes love is more important than, huh? I find it strange to speak these things. But sometimes, let's just say if somebody can't cook that good. And let's just say that's the worst you have ever tasted that particular thing. All right. Now, here's how you keep from lying, right? You don't want to tell the truth, but here's how you keep from lying. The way you keep from lying is <laughs> I love this person more than the food. Because there's a, there's a time to reveal truth. Yes? So it's not like you're hiding the truth. You just got it on reserve for...
Now, now some, of you, some of you may disagree with that, but there's something more important here than the taste of food. There's something more important than a dead chicken on your plate. And what's more important is confirming and loving the effort of the other person who spent all day cooking this... Uh, Yes. <laughs> Maybe you could say, honey, do you like it? And she says, well, it tastes a little strange. Hmm, I think I know what you're talking about, you know. Because the truth can set you free, but it kills some people. So I realize sometimes I know truth that would really help you, but, but if I tell you this truth, you're probably going to add murder to your list of sins. <laughs> so let me find a way of speaking truth, but, you know, sometimes we forget that we love people. So, I mean, we, we, don't, we don't hide things, but we realize sometimes, you know, Sometimes you got to see, I love your effort. So you don't say, so you don't lie about the food, but I love your effort. Everybody understand? Because, listen, the Lord will show you how to deal with that subject. And there's many things that, that was like that. It's not like you lie, but it, it's like you love the person, so you find the right way to speak the truth. To the person in the right timing. Now, if they've been cooking all morning, all day, and cooking this meal, that is not the time. That is not the time. Huh? That is not the time. Yes. So, like, if you like the if you like the pizza dough a little bit more cooked, <laughs> you know, there's a time to speak that. When it's safe. <laughs> Inside joke. <laughs> you don't say that at the table. <laughs> you say that, you know, Sunday morning when there's a bunch of witnesses around. <laughs> And you can say, and the Lord said. <laughs> bread without yeast, but uh, do cook the bread. <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> we must understand what this thing is. You know, some of us, we've been in church all our life, and we cannot see the simplicity of sacrifice. What we're doing is doing something to get back in good relationship. God said, and Jesus also spoke it. Sacrifices and offerings I did not delight in, even though the law required it. See, and we're still trying to do it. We don't, we don't do it with animals, but we do it in other ways. Rather than just saying, I'm sorry.
I repent. I'm, I'm sorry I did that. I'm sorry I pulled away from you last night. I'm, I'm sorry I said that. I'm sorry. You know, I had a rough day. I'm sorry I'm picking on your food, even though you can't cook. But I'm sorry. <laughs> Leave that part out. I know you really want to put it in there, but don't put it in there. Don't put it in there, right? Because uh, at, some, at some place, you need to commend effort when somebody is trying. And, and, you know, you can just be rude and be rude and be rude and be rude. But what is all your rudeness doing to the other person? And at what point do you cut your best friend off? What point do you ostracize them? Hmm? We're learning a new word every Sunday. Yeah. Or at least I am. I don't know about you. Um, at what point are we doing that? And then you're just leaving that other person hanging. Now you cut them off, male or female, you cut them off. But see, you're still hoping these sanctions going to work. <laughs> see, the U.S. and other countries, they, they broke relationship with Russia because they're trying to make Russia do what they want Russia to do. But you don't realize how many normal people just like us live in Russia and they're suffering in Russia they don't want to do with no war they just want to work and go to Pizza Hut or what have you, you know. but we do that stuff and we think okay because America's big on sanctions you know they're big on you know you don't do what we like we ain't going to do this uh, we ain't going to do this and then, and then when Russia doesn't like the U.S., the U.S. says, what's wrong with you? Huh? That's what we do. That's what we do in relationships. Huh? We cut each other off. Guess what? If you're the first one to cut off, you're the root. You're the root. That caused that. Now, you might say, well, they didn't have to do that. They didn't have to do that. We could went to counseling. But when did you ever offer counseling? No, you left a person hanging. So if they find a new friend, well, what is God really going to think about that? Now, we see the fruit and we say, ooh, they're the sinner. But you was the root of the root. Now, granted, I'm not justifying the fruit because that could be embarrassing. That could show up on Facebook. But when it gets down to heaven and heaven getting behind, see, the court system in this world don't often get to the root. They just deal with the fruit. Because supposedly, until there's a fruit, there's no evidence. But that's not true in God's court. That's not true in God's court. To, to put it this way, there could be a woman sitting today or a man sitting today 
feeling sorry for themselves and all pitiful because their partner for life, opposite gender hopefully, their partner for life is cheating on them. But the truth is, you started that game. That's the truth. So you're feeling all self-righteous in yourself because you're saying, they cheated on me. They cheated on me. They cheated on me. They cheated on me. I knew they was like that. And the woman or man got everybody praying for him in church. Either to bring that man back or bring that woman back or or make them go away and find them another one. You gonna kill that one too? <laughs> it's easier to be single than married, but ostracized. Hmm? Yes. You know what that's like? That's like sleeping inside KFC and you can't eat nothing. Either side of the coin. Now, why am I talking about this subject this morning? Because I think some of you need to hear this subject. Yes, before you give yourself a, a medal for sainthood. But the next thing is, is it's, it's the same thing with God. Many times we ostracized God. And before we ever produce fruit, there's, there's this place where we cut ourselves off with God. You can't watch porn and, and, and not cut yourself off from God. And before you went to porn, you cut yourself off from God. You broke faith. You broke faith with God. And the fruit of it, the fruit is his own embarrassment and his own shame. But the real relationship is the relationship is broken. When you talk nasty or rough or, or hard or unmerciful or you scorn the other person, how much are they going to take of that? Because you're just, you're just ostracizing them again and again. Huh? If it's a marriage, you're telling, you're telling the woman that she can't care for you, she can't care for you, mama could care for me better than you, you can't care for me, you can't care for me. And the man is... And the woman is saying, well, you can't provide for me. You can't take care of me. You can't do this. Hello. Only Jesus or somebody that's got a lot of Jesus in them <laughs> is going to stand that ground. Hmm? That's God's court. So we can get to heaven. And the two of you are standing before God in heaven. And you're feeling all justified. And you're saying, that woman or that man cheated on me. Right, I'm going to get my justice now.
did it start at? And the car off the cliff, where did it start at? Huh? Was it drinking too much? Getting too angry? Where did it start at? Where did it start at? Hmm? And when you want to curse God because you had an accident, let's don't talk about the accident. Let's talk about the state of mind you was in before you had the accident. Let, let's talk about when you broke faith with God. When you got so angry, you didn't care about anything or anybody, and you don't want to hear what God has to say about the subject. Ho, 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 ho. Hmm? It's, just, it's just like with, with electrical wiring, you know. A plug don't work. You take the plug out and beat it up with a hammer and put another plug on, and it don't work. Why? Because the problem is not with the plug. The problem is somewhere between there and the panel box. There's the root. There's a broken connection somewhere. And that's why everything's dead on this end, because there's a broken connection. You broke faith. You broke faith. And here's the thing. If love is real, it stays connected. It doesn't ostracize. If it's not real. But if love is not real, if love is not real, you're always having to do something to make up. You're always having to do something. Or you don't do nothing. And sometimes you have a lot of people in church, they ain't doing nothing to fix the relationship between them and God. You say, God is not providing for me. But did you ostracize it? You say, my life ain't working out. I don't know why I'm following God. I don't know why I'm the bride. He's not doing nothing for me, but did you cut him off? Did you cut him off? Ladies, you cut your husband off. Now you're going to fuss because he's not doing nothing for you? Husbands, you cut your wife off. Now you're going to fuss because she's not doing nothing for you? I don't know if y'all can handle much more of this. <laughs> Oh, Lord, I was righteous when I walked through the doors this morning. Now, now, now I got to check this thing out. I don't know if I was righteous as I thought I was. Uh, I thought I was the good one in the relationship. I was the good one in the marriage. I was the good one in the friendship. I was the good one in the boss and employee relationship. Oh, we went there too, did we? Uh, do you love your boss? Do you love your employee? <laughs> leaders, you love your followers, followers, you love your leaders. Wonder who really ostracized first. Hmm? Da, da, da. This message was not intended to kill you. 
or to ostracize you. <laughs> yes. But just to open your eyes. Well, you still have a chance to do something about it before some bad fruits manifest. <laughs> bad fruits manifest. Now, ladies, I will say this. You ostracizing your husband for a long period of time. I don't want to hear no tears when he finds himself another ostrich. Now, I'm not going to justify that, but we're really going to talk about where the problem is. Mm. Because I believe there's a lot of people that want to be faithful in this life, but sometimes when you cut somebody off, it's hard to be faithful, you know. Mm. It's hard to go home. I'm talking to husbands and wives now, or family. It's hard to go home. Where somebody thinks that you're probably the worst species of the male or female gender that they are. Uh, and something about their face, you know, just they don't like the sight of you. And they don't like anything you do. Yes. Or maybe they give you some money and you say, is that all? Uh, my mama told me not to marry you, you know. Uh, listen, there's only so much of that you can handle, you know. I'm not justifying it, but there's only so much that you can handle that nonsense. There's only so much you can ditch somebody. Now, let me put it this way. The Bible says, bless me against the Father be forgiven, but bless me against the Spirit will not be forgiven. You can play around with somebody you love, and you can... Chop, chop all you want, but one day you're going to chop a little too hard and you're going to break the spirit between the two of you. And all the counselors in the world will never put that back together. It is severed forever and ever. Blasphemy against the spirit will not be forgiven in, in this age or in the age to come. Because when somebody ditches you enough, no matter how many times they come back like a little puppy, when somebody does that to you enough, some point it is cut. And even if the person wants to come back, they cannot come back. They can't come back. Now, this, this is the same way with children. You keep scorning your child and telling them they're stupid and you can't do this. And maybe they're a little on the lazy side, but wonder where they got that from. But <laughs> you just don't recognize it in your <laughs> aging life. But you can keep scorning that child to some point. You don't have no child no more. You, you, you cut the spirit between the two of you. Said blasphemy against the father can be forgiven. See, we could we could we could work. All right, all right, all right. I forgive you. You know, you forgive me, that type of thing. But once it's once it's hit hard enough, and some people you do one little thing wrong, they don't ever forgive you. 
Yes, I'm not even sure they're going to forgive you when Jesus comes back. <laughs> until he starts to show them truth. But what I want you to know is you can keep playing around with somebody you love. And one day you don't have no love no more. It's just you and your imagination. It's you thinking your sanctions is going to win the other person. But the other person doesn't forgot about you. And here's another thing. Husbands and wives and friends and family. You may cut them so much they can't ever come back to you, even if they want to. And they may not produce no fruits as much as you would like them to produce fruits so you can look better than them. They may not. But your whole life is going to be severed because it cut in the spirit. Can't come back. Only the Lord himself can rekindle that. And that don't happen often. Think about it. Who have you been cutting a lot? And how much do you really love that person? Jesus says, let the one without sin cast the first stone. I'm sure a lot of us think we're without sin, but. Speak to us, Lord. Hello. Do not beat up on yourself this morning. I just don't want you to lose somebody that you really love. And I don't want you to push somebody that you really love into doing something stupid. Hmm? Now, I'm not saying sometimes people are going to do stupidness all on their own. Everybody understand that, right? I'm not saying if you have a cheating husband or cheating wife is your fault. I'm just saying it could be. Or they might not be as guilty as you think they are. I'm not saying that if your boss or your employees you ain't got no connection, you know, and you just say, I got terrible employees. Well, where's the root? I'm just saying it could be your fault. It's your responsibility to keep a relationship, even as boss and as employees. That could explain why we don't get promotions, right? Broken the relationship between you and your superiors. We all got superiors. If nothing else, we all have God. But where's the broken relationship? Used to be good. Why is it not good no more? Can it even be fixed? When a boss fires you, it's because he's had enough of you. But was it really? Was it really that you slept a lot on the job? Or was it that somebody broke relationship? To sleep on the job means you broke relationship with your employer. Because he didn't hire you to sleep. <laughs> right? And maybe the reason you're not getting more pay is because. You have a nasty attitude towards your employer. It's hard for me to like you if you don't like me. 
Now, in Christ, I can. I still don't mean it's the most pleasant thing that I do. Yeah. And that's sometimes that's why we take to some people and we don't take to other people because other people don't even like you. It's hard to love somebody that don't love you. But Jesus loved us before we loved him. We can do it. So this message is not to make you feel bad. It's just to open your eyes. I don't want you to lose somebody that you love over foolishness. And I want you to understand your relationship with God. God loves you. He's perfect at it. God will never have to tell you he's sorry. Because he'll never abandon you, never forsake you, never ostracize you. It's you. It's your guilt. But usually your guilt comes after you ate the fruit. Or the fruit manifested. But if you could ever learn... I have to break relationship with God. How, if I do this, how's God going to feel about this? Let's see, while well, I'm entertaining it, that's my adulteriness right there, even before I do it. And that's why sometimes if you entertain something, now, sometimes you can hear a thought. I don't mean it's sin. It's the evidence of sin, but I don't mean you've sinned. But if you hear a thought and you're just entertaining it, and then you go back to somebody and it's like, you don't feel the connection there anymore. Now, say if it's a husband or wife or boss and employee, you just take a boss and employee. Let's say the employee's thinking about getting another job. And they're looking in the papers, thinking about getting another job and what else you'd like to do. And then next morning you come in and the boss is there and you can't look him in the eye. Why? Because you committed adultery on him last night. You ever been thinking bad about somebody and then the next day you see them, you, you find it's hard to look at them? That's separation. Uh, are they not giving you much time? You say, well, why ain't they talking to me today? Because you cheated on them last night with all them thoughts. And it's separated. If we can understand that that is the root of all the madness that we find ourselves doing, and we quit doing that, Quit being unfaithful. Right? I'm not saying you can't get a better job if that's the Lord's will for you. But quit being unfaithful. Quit being unfaithful in friendship, relationship, churchship, marriage ship, whatever ship you're in. Quit being unfaithful at it. Lord, speak to us this morning before we die. Who needs a new car? All right, let's go. Church over, let's see. Who needs a nod? Listen, I love truth. It don't always feel good. I love truth. Yes. Because sometimes I might be the root of my own problem. Yeah. Wouldn't that be something? The problems in your life, they always come back to you. They never go to God anyway. They might come back to you. All right, what was that, May the 13th? Ain't no May the 13th. I, the Lord don't just speak things like that and ain't no May the 13th. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's an engagement that somebody don't know about. Mm -hmm. May the 13th, an engagement. Da -da -ba -say -ye. 
That's not too far away. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Kisamata yesavaye. Somebody think about that. May the 13th. In house, outhouse, online, May the 13th. There's a, there's a Florida trip that's being canceled, or you're thinking about canceling it. A Florida trip that's being canceled, or you're thinking about canceling it. <laughs> I hope I didn't come to the wrong church this morning. <laughs> the Lord does not make mistakes. A Florida trip. That is being canceled. Or thinking about canceling it. <laughs> Where are you at? May the 13th in Florida. Where are you at? Darabasaye. Keep us waiting where you at. I searched the world over. Yes, which one you? May the 13th. I thought that was you. What is May the 13th? Um, May the 13th is actually Friday. May the 13th, that's how I know it was me the whole time. Okay. As the date that um, they were setting for me to renew my license, and uh, it's also the last official day of um, university for me. Last official day, and the day they were sitting? Yeah, the day um, my mother and sister were thinking that the day they were going to apply for me to renew my license. Okay. Which license? Uh, driver's license. Driver's license. And that's the last day of your classes? Yes. Uh, for this semester or permanently? No, I'm finished. Finished? Yes. Wah! Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> glory, glory, glory. So we just pray for downhill coasting to May the 13th. Just, ooh. And I made it over the top, coming down. So why is the driver's license set on the same day? It wasn't uh, planned like that. It wasn't that. planned. It just you happened. Know, the whole Friday, the 13th, she was like, oh, that's not, that's not really a good day. Oh. 
Uh, you know, these earthly calendars ain't got nothing to do with heaven, you know. It wasn't, we didn't take it that serious, but it's just like, we're just like, nah, boy, maybe you should just find out earlier date or later date or, or the Monday. But see, so sometimes those days are the, those are the days the devil think he's got coverage in them. Some, uh, there might be one or two of you in here that knows that. You know, I got fr my first preaching job on Halloween night. My first preaching assignment I got on Halloween night. <laughs> Some people don't know what to think about that. Because huh? I'd just gotten saved. And I felt I felt that to preach. That I was called to preach. I knew God was calling me to preach. I knew I wanted to preach. And so I had run into this pastor who was connected with a lot of churches. And the only night that he had free to see me was Halloween night, so many years ago, right? 30 years ago, Halloween night. So I went there. It was just about dark when I got there, and we sat there and talked for two or three hours. <laughs> and uh, um, and he, uh, he offered me the position. Uh, and then I went back home and... I'm in trick-or-treating with my daughter. <laughs> Ate candy and rejoiced. Well, I went back home and I just, I was praising God all the way back home. I don't believe in superstition. I believe in God's appointments, right? Mm -hmm. Because sometimes you think you have enough bad luck without it being the 13th. Mm. And, and I've said this before, you know, in, in a lot of the older buildings, maybe the newer buildings too, they don't, on the high rises, they don't put a 13th floor goes from 12 to 14. <laughs> Very superstitious, you know. Uh, nah, if God is for you, you don't have to jump over the broom or go around the ladder. You can just walk right Amen. under it, you know. Hmm? Hmm? Mm hmm? When you wait, good things come. Good things come. Now, God says this is the message you're supposed to get, right? That when he is for you, and when you have faith in him, not even a bad day can stop it. This is a very profound revelation for you and for everybody in here. If God is for you, you don't ever break faith. No matter what, wh no matter what trouble comes, you don't break faith with God. You don't break faith. Whatever the enemy meant for harm, God is still going to turn it out for good. You don't ever break faith. But that's the message you're supposed to get out of all this. Is if God is for you, right? can't no calendar, can't nothing else be against you. And and. I want you to learn to exercise your faith in Christ. Hmm? You exercise your faith in Christ. Yeah. Um, you know, church can't give you faith. 
They can talk about it. Sometimes they talk about it and they don't even have it themselves. Faith has come through believing. And you will never have another another catastrophe <laughs> that has any significance in your life if you catch this message. And you just start to believe everything is going to turn out for the good. Yes? So God's going to bless you on that day. Yes? Just to show you that if you believe in him, Nothing can stop you. <laughs> yes, prophet. Yes. <laughs> amen, amen, amen. All right. Yes. What you got? Three, three what? For Florida. Three for Florida. Which one's thinking about canceling it? <laughs> Canceled already. Can you uncancel it? All right. Yeah, I was, um, Is there another Florida one? One, two. All right. All right. Let me let me hear you. Um, now I'll come back to Victor. Planning to visit my sister. Okay. So when did you cancel it? Um, we were, su we were supposed to go April the twenty third around there for my wife's birthday, but um, I don't know. We just decided that um, we'll go later on the during the year. You decided what? To go later during the year. Why? Something something inspired that what? Don't ever think you just make a decision. You don't ever make a decision. Um, mo you mo it's mo always rooted in something. Black Friday. You want to go Black Friday? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, I just, told, I just told this man there's nothing wrong with 13. But for the sake of your billfold, <laughs> <laughs> are, are you talking about you talking about uh, when is that's Thanksgiving, right? In Our America, Thanksgiving time, yeah. Don't you know that's when they get all the sales? Yeah, that that you wanted to go for Black Friday, yeah. And don't you know you're gonna have to buy a lot of stuff? <laughs> yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah. I, I'm trying to help you here, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. Because, see, these ladies, they say, but it's on sale. I'm saving you money. How is me giving you money and you spending it saving me money? Uh-huh. Mm. So she made the decision. Is that right? Well, I made the decision initially to, I was trying to push her. To take a trip now. Uh -huh. And then, but she didn't want to go by herself, so I said, well, I'll go with you. Uh -huh. To my sister, because I think my sister needed help with um, some uh -huh. moving and stuff now. Then, uh -huh. um, I don't know what went on. One thing later next, then we bought Friday. This Black Friday, we're going. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. You know, sometimes we... One of, the, one of the things we do sometimes, and this is your decision. One of the things we do sometimes is we reason. And that reasoning is not always in God. Something was inspiring you to go. You need to find out what was inspiring you to go. There might be a reason 
why the time is now. True. And I'm sure you can find some sales up there somewhere, you know. <laughs> I tease you. I just play with you. I just play with you. Um, I, want, I want you to pray about this. I'm not going to tell you what to do. I'm kind of telling you, but kind of not. It's your choice. Um, sometimes we just go to, to reasoning. and See, we don't ever make a decision without something being said before. You don't just get up one morning and say, Mm, I think we'll go to Florida today. Now, something is pushing that. Uh, we've been taught to pray, lead us not into temptation. It could be something bad that's pushing it. Or it could be something that God is saying. You follow? There might be a, a reason why the time is best now. Because you don't know where your blessing is. You don't know if your blessing is on Black Friday or your blessing is on... April, Friday, or what have you. You don't know where that blessing is. So I'm going to encourage the two of you to pray about this, right? Because hmm, I just, if I can just speak frankly in my spirit, it just feels like a, that's a silly reason to put off a vacation. Maybe y'all need a vacation now. Maybe you just need to get out of Trinidad and spend time with each other. You have one child. Got two. How old is the other one? Oh, twins. Oh, uh -huh. oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, you know, sometimes you, sometimes you just need to be led by the Spirit. True. True. I agree. Pray. Yes. Yeah. That's all I'm gonna say. Huh? They are twins. <laughs> wow. Where are you going? You don't know where you're going. Hmm? You sure that was the best decision to go back to Christie? <laughs> <laughs> yes, let me hear. Typically, I wouldn't take all these Fridays. I just yeah, find the, yes, I just find the um, one God wants to talk to, but I'm going to take these. Three. I plan to cancel mine and use the money for, um, to do stuff home. Do stuff home. What kind of stuff are you going to do home? Um, to build a retaining wall. Build a retaining wall. Florida or a retaining wall? Florida. That, that, that retaining wall is not between you and your wife, right? No, 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 no. <laughs> no prophet. <laughs> Ostracized. Yeah. All right. When you get to heaven, what do you think? When you get to heaven, what do you think you would like to do? Would you like to build a retaining wall or go to Florida? Florida. What? Florida. <laughs> I need to call the airline. They need to give me a percentage this morning, you know. Mm -hmm. Money you can always get. You can't always get time. Thank you, prophet. Thank you, prophet. Now, all right. Uh, let's just let's just see something common here. Can we see something common? And like I said, the two of you, you pray. But let's see something common here. 
he had plans to go to Florida, and he had plans to go to Florida. But when they thought about it, it was Black Friday, and it's a retaining wall. And then we say, God, my life ain't going nowhere. It's just retaining walls. You know. <laughs> mm, I think you answered your own question, you know. Uh, how many retaining walls you built in your life? How many retaining walls have you built? Maybe on one or two. One or two. But I'm, what I'm getting at is how many things like that have you done in your life? Not much, Buffy. Mm, I don't think you're hearing my question. <laughs> You've always done construction type stuff, yes, right? Yes, 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 yes. Many, many times, right? Yes, Buffy. How many times have you been to Florida? Once. All right. I hear your prophet. All right. Uh huh. Um, prophet. Either that or you can just give the money to us. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Prophet, um, well, I don't, I don't remember. Wait, wait a second. What else I'm looking for? Oh, I found all? Yes. Oh, yeah, the gate. Okay, okay. All right. Remember, but about six ago, you blessed me to travel, right? July 11, right? Okay, and what did I say? Um, I was looking at the calendar to travel, and date July 11th means something to me, and that date was a date I was considering to, to travel. Oh, okay, okay. All right, right. I, I got you. Lord said, right. You know, it's okay. So, you think about canceling yours too? Prophet, I'm having unfaithful thoughts, right? Because of unfaithful thoughts. Because of finances. I, is it almost like in my head? You have other. Bills that are important, and I'm thinking about myself to travel, and I'm feeling like a selfish. Selfish. Mm -hmm. So, like, you're taking money to go and do this, and you need you have other things, and you need money for that, and uh -huh. I, I think. So, so when has the electric company been faithful to you? <laughs> I faithful to them, but sometimes they just cut me off for no reason. They don't tell me why, you know. You just I don't know if I said something that offended them, but they just cut the electricity off. I don't know. I don't know what I did. Anybody ever feel like that? I mean, I mean, I'm always faithful to play, pay my pay our electrical bill, right? It's a relationship, you know. It's a relationship. It's agreement. You know, I give them money, they give me electricity, and sometimes they just moody. They just cut me off. <laughs> Hello, let's go a little deep. Some of you just ain't getting this. <laughs> right? You're just not catching this relationship. You ever just get cut off and you don't know what you did? Yeah. I mean, you don't know. What, what did I do? What did I say? You know, what, what did I do? Was I too happy? Was I, I, was, did I say something that was not particularly funny for you? What did I do? And you just, I mean, you just, you just cut my lights off. I feel so lonely right now. <laughs> you ever feel like somebody just cut you off? Uh, 
And you don't even know what you did. You ever feel like somebody cut you off? You, you don't know what you did to get cut off. Huh? Yes? Unless I, unless we have a bunch of electric people in here and you just like cutting people off. All right, it's funny to me. <laughs> I laughed and I ain't going to take it back. Mm, so you felt like you should be more faithful to your bills. Everything should, everything should be, I mean, you stood up, could, the word said you was thinking about counseling, and um, I didn't necessarily say that was a bad thing, but I think that seems to be where things are going. Um, you know, sometimes, you know, sometimes it can always be something else you need to do, right? Yeah, always something else. You know, sometimes, sometimes, you know, only children remain only children because you always think, well, now's not the time. But you need to always think, when you have an ideal, and then this reasoning comes and makes you back out of the ideal, did that wisdom come from God? Or is that the enemy trying to get you to do something contrary to what God is telling you to do? You know, when God tells you something, it don't always make a lot of sense sometimes sometimes God tells you something and it's at the moment it's not the most financial thing the best financial thing to do yeah. right so what's your husband think about this uh, he, he told me uh, to believe and trust God for the money uh huh so you trust your husband yes uh -huh. I do Mm -hmm. So what you asking me for if you trust your <laughs> Save me, save me, save me. Save. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I mean, I understand. I understand the principle of saving. I understand of, you know, understand wisdom. But sometimes, sometimes you just gotta do what you feel that God is telling you to do. Amen. And you got the rest of your you got the rest of your life to be poor. <laughs> what? You got plenty of time to be poor, huh? You got many years you can be poor, you know. Yeah, sometimes sometimes you need a break in life. Sometimes you need to just and, and God knows that. For example, let me give you a good example. For example, right? Here here is um, who is that? Whose father was that? That was was that uh, Peter and Andrew or or John and his brother? was on a boat fishing and they left their father that's James and John their father right so James and John on the boat with their elderly father you know he just likes fishing so he's on the boat fishing and Jesus comes along and says come follow me 
And they left their daddy on the boat fishing, and they bothered Jesus. Doesn't seem like the most financial thing or the best thing to do. True. Hmm? Matthew is a tax collector. Jesus said, come follow me. Well, how am I going to live? What am I going to do? Now, I understand sometimes, you know, maybe you really can't afford it. Maybe you really shouldn't do it. I understand that. Everybody understands that, right? But sometimes, God said, come, quit worrying about it. Now you trust your husband? Huh? Now you trust your husband? Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I don't even want to go to your house. I, I, I go to your house. Yes, Nicole, come please. What a wonderful morning. Hallelujah. We learned some wonderful lessons this morning, did we? Yes. Some wonderful lessons. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hmm? Hallelujah. There's a couple in here. There's a couple in here. The Lord says you just need to spend time together today. You've got other plans, but you need to spend time together today. There's a couple in here. You know, sometimes when the word goes out, you know, it implies to everybody. You don't even have to be, you don't necessarily have to be married, but I'm, I'm seeing a couple. That, uh, you know, you was planning to do different things today. You was planning to do something. I uh, see in this couple, and the Lord is saying that you need to do something together today. Right? We could even say today's a together day, you know. Hmm? Could we say that? Uh, see, uh, unless, you, unless you just know God is telling you you need to do something today, maybe you just need to take the Sabbath today and just... Uh, what you think? That word might be for you too, you know. Uh, yes. Hallelujah. Where's that couple at? Where? Oh, you know who they are? Which couple? Show me. Oh, this couple. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. See, y'all just need to sp- spend time together today. Is that possible? Yes? Y'all like each other, right? These your children? Huh? That's yours? That's his children too, right? Y'all married? No? You want to get married today? Uh, You want to get married today? You want to get married today? Uh, I saw the light. I saw the light. You're not sure yet. You're not ready yet. Oh, for legal reasons. All right, I understand that. But I like him. He just he just skipped all the legal reasons. Mm. I hope he don't do anything else illegal. But he skips all the legal reasons. He's ready to get married. Mm. What beautiful young ladies! But don't ever let these young ladies get between the two of you. that song mm-hmm. you know that song mm-hmm. 
next bar. I'm doing good with this bar. Huh? Sounds like what? No, not there. It's not there. Well, it could be. Could you all hold hands? So you all love each other. You live with each other. Don't be afraid. I'm on your side. <laughs> I'm on her side, too. But but there's some hurts between you, right? Is there some hurts between you? Hurts. Hurts, right? Pain. Is that true? Yeah. Listen, sometimes hurts and pains come. <laughs> if it's a repeated thing, all right, all right. But sometimes hurts and pain come. Don't, don't ever. Let me look at it this way. If, if you're building a house, right? You're building a house, right? And you're, you're driving a nail and you hit your thumb. Pain comes. You don't stop building the house. Do you? Not for that. Now, if you hit your thumb again, you don't stop building the house. Might need some glasses or something. I don't know what you need, but you need to quit doing that. But mm, y'all building a house? Want to build a house? Oh, Lord knows everything, doesn't he? Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes you can have a pain, you know. Who caused the pain, him or you? <laughs> After the message, we're not sure anymore, are we? We're not sure where the pain come from. I already knew that by your hesitation. Is he a good man? Well, you should keep him. There's a lot of women in here looking for a good man, you know. Aha! <laughs> uh Aha! -huh. Uh -huh. Houston, we have contact. Aha! Uh -huh. <laughs> Listen, that, that's in relationships, there's always going to be some pain. Nobody's perfect. But here's the thing, you know, you can spend days and weeks and months, you know, ostracizing each other over some little pain. And we, we're, holding, we're holding that little pain up like, it's, like it's, it's such a big thing, but we don't realize all the pain we're causing while we're holding up that one little pain. So you think he's sorry for what he did? He don't do it all the time, does he? You don't know. 
Sometimes he does it all the time. Well, maybe maybe he needs to go to the prayer room and get some help if that's the case. Yeah. You ever been for prayer? Yeah, all right. So you know these two. Yeah, you the one who picked them out, right? It's her fault. I, I was going to dismiss this. No, actually, there's a prophecy one in here. not worth holding the pain hmm? yes so y'all want to build a house or you started I thought so and is it going good or is it kind of stopped it's, ca- it's what it's on a standstill it's on a still pain make it be on a standstill pain make a lot of things be on a stands on a standstill pain causes things not to be productive pain causes other pain and other pain it ain't worth it you know forgive him or shoot him <laughs> I don't <laughs> you, 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 you don't help to hold pain it just makes that much worse right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. listen you have a beautiful family Protected in every way you can. Yes. And if you find she's too picky sometimes, you just pray. You find she's too picky sometimes? Uh, yes. Uh, she's more picky than your mommy, right? Yes. <laughs> God is in the house. Uh-huh. 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 So maybe there is an extension to the root, you know. This, you know. Listen. I have faith in you too. Yes. Ease up on the man a little bit. Let God deal with him. Because hmm? I think he's going to start to do everything he can to protect his family. Hmm? But sometimes rub his head. Is he like his head rubbed? Just rub his head. See? Hmm? Hmm? Uh huh. See? Hmm? Hmm? Sometimes you just do that. That do that do more good doing. Sometimes if you rub his brain and not talk to his brain, <laughs> just massage his brain. If you think he's not thinking good, you don't say nothing. Just massage his brain. Just rub it there from back. <laughs> All right, I want this house to start building. You forgive him. Mm, you gotta forgive him or shoot him one. It don't make no sense just stand there. And ostracize him for another five years. <laughs> another five years? What happened five years ago? What happened five years ago? Well, I applied for my divorce. Uh, five years ago, I applied for my divorce. Five years ago, you applied for your divorce. Mm-hmm. So there's pain there. Maybe you're still holding on to some of it. Mm. There's one way so you ain't got that divorce yet? That's your legal thing? No, I got to for the absolute. All right, but, you know, that could be another good excuse for five more years why you don't get married. Hmm. So what's really holding off the divorce? Are you afraid to get married well, the again? the divorce was granted, but when I was supposed to get the papers, like I had a mix-up with the All right, all right, watch me. I ain't worried about the mix-up. That's just... 
That's just the devil and flesh doing its thing. But maybe afraid to get married again. Any possibilities for that? No, I want to. You want to? Mm -hmm. You want to? Yeah. You want to? All right. That means I'm going to speed the divorce up. That means you can't hold it off no more. It's going to come quick. Boom. It's going to come quick. Amen. Boom. Amen. Yes. I know you want to, but sometimes sometimes it's kind of like this. It's, it's like with a car. You got your foot on the brake and the gas at the same time. Mm. And whatever that first marriage was, it's not this marriage. Quit trying to compare it. It's not comparable. Don't compare it. This is a new person. Yes. Your life's going to be blessed. You believe that? Yes. House going to start back, right? <laughs> Protect your family. Amen? Glory to God. Hallelujah. Come, Nicole, again. <laughs> Hallelujah. What an awesome day. What an awesome day. Listen, if you didn't get a word directly, but you just felt the spirit on that word, that means that word is for you, right? And I want you to have a pleasant day. I don't think this is a day to do some of the things you wanted to do today. I think this is a day just to chill. You know, sometimes you want to do something, and you've got your mind set on doing something, and don't nothing work out. Yes? You're driving a nail. You hit your thumb, and then come back and hit yourself in the head. You should have just done something else, right? Listen, trust the Lord in all things. And have a beautiful day today. Have a beautiful week. Yes? Think about that word. And, you know, if there's somebody you've been ostracizing, fix that thing before you lose somebody you love. Everybody understand that message? Isn't that deep? I know it's deep. It's not to make you feel bad. It's just, it's deep. And it says, okay, maybe they're not all to blame, right? So, may there be lots of connections where they need to be connections. Yes? May the electric company not cut you off just because they're in the mood to cut you off, right? So be blessed. Amen. Amen.